Hi, welcome back to Conversations, the OHS Observer podcast. This is our second episode with Janani Alumalai, Editor-in-Chief of the OHS Observer. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Janani. Thank you for inviting me. So just to start off with something general, where are you from? What grade are you in and what are your interests? Yeah, so I am born and brought up in Massachusetts. I'm a little south of Boston, so closer to like Rhode Island, but still in Massachusetts. Um, I am a senior. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much how that's going. And then um, what are my interests? Um, I love to read. I am a huge book nerd. I'm like constantly reading. Um, and I'm also constantly listening to music. Um, I also, I play two instruments and I dance. Um, so yeah, I'm like a music and books person. Ooh, what kind of music do you like? Music, honestly, I mean, I'll listen to anything. I play the violin, so I like classical music. And then I dance. And so I'm interested in like K-pop. And because it's, I think it's really cool that they like dance and sing at the same time. But then I also listen to like pop music and then like the Beatles and like older music. And then I'm also from India. So I listen to like double music and just, just like everything really. <laughs> That's a that's a seriously diverse collection of music. Wow. Um, how did you get interested in journalism and how did you join The Observer? Yeah, so um, like I said, I am a book nerd. And so I got interested in journalism when I read this story of like investigative journalism. I think it was called Whistleblower. I read it like years ago. Um, but either way, I was just like interested in journalism and I always wanted to join a school newspaper. And um, when I was at my brick and mortar, we didn't have a school newspaper and I was always doing other things. So I didn't want to like start my own, I don't know. And then when I joined um, OHS as like a full-timer, I was like, why don't I join the Observer? And so that is how I first joined. Wow, so, you know, currently you are editor-in-chief. What are your main jobs as editor-in-chief? Yeah, so as editor-in-chief, um, most of the time I'm just um, organizing and like scheduling. Um, I'm the one that like keeps track of all the reporters and the articles. So I'm like that person that's just constantly talking to the reporters and being like, hi, can you finish this article? Can you can you finish this article? Can you revise? Um, but that's, that's pretty much what I'm doing. Uh, recently, we just started the new scheduling system. And so uh, I definitely played a good part in that as well as like the teachers and um, Albert, we all kind of created that scheduling system. So that's a good part, just organizing everything and making sure the articles are getting published. Um, I'm also, I mean, I'm an editor in chief, so I also edit the articles, normally like the collaboration articles. And I also take a look at articles before they're published. But yeah, that's pretty much what I do. Uh, that's a lot of jobs, ones that I certainly can do. <laughs> Is there anything you would want people to know about The Observer that they might not know? Um, people that, okay. So I think, um, I think a lot of people might not realize the amount of work that goes into writing each Observer article. I mean, when you're just reading it, you just see like the headlines that come up in the Pixel Weekly and you might like read this article and be like, oh, cool. But I think something that's really cool and interesting is like the journalistic process behind it of like interviewing sources and there's a process for that and making sure it's like on the record and then transcribing taking notes and then putting it all together into this final product and there's also a lot of surveys that go out that people will probably respond but collecting that data 
um, and then writing it. And then there's like several rounds of editing from like the team editors and then me and Albert and then Miss Shields and then it finally gets published. And so I think, yeah, I think it would be, I think that's something that I'd like people to know. There's just like a lot of really interesting work that goes on behind the final product that people see. Yeah, that's totally true. And I, I have to say, before uh, before joining the team, I didn't realize how much logistics there is in terms of how you deal with sources and all of that. It's just like, you know, you don't even, I, 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 I sort of imagined it as being, you know, some guy behind a computer spent an hour and wrote up an essay and click publish, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right no honestly same I mean like you don't really see so much of it like even when you're watching news you just see like the final process but there's like so much work but yeah definitely yeah yeah you mentioned how it was a lot of you know interpersonal work do you enjoy that work that you do as editor-in-chief yes definitely I I love it um I think it's also I mean I've gotten the chance to know all of these reporters and like that's super cool in and of itself but it's also like helped me grow as a person because I used to not really like putting myself out there but this has kind of forced me to be like hi um can you like do this with me let's work out something and work out a plan for this article so it's kind of also taught me a lot about leadership um and how to like lead people but definitely I like I love it I've loved learning more about it and I've loved growing and then I just it's just a lot of fun so yes <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's that's fantastic. That sounds like it's been great. Yeah, I, I was reading an article recently about like how important, you know, those kind of soft interpersonal skills, like as opposed to hard skills like math and science or how they're like almost eclipsing that in terms of importance in today's workplace. Right. Yeah, I can definitely believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely something important to learn. And it's yeah, kind of, of one of those things that you can't take a class for. You just have to like throw yourself into it and do it. So, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I think you're doing a great job. That's worth it. <laughs> Thank, <I think>. <laughs> um, Thank you. What's the favorite, what's your favorite OHS Observer project or story that you've been a part of? Yeah. Um. So I think all of them have kind of been unique in their own way the profiles were our first major product project and that was just like getting used to the entire process like i said earlier of like research and writing it up um i definitely enjoyed the elections um series because i think that kind of it really forces you to think about journalistic integrity um just because you have to really like stay fair and not and try not to be biased which is definitely hard um with like really emotional issues such as the election so I think that was interesting and then for Splash <laughs> I'm just gonna list everything because I really I liked everything <laughs> for Splash um it was really cool that we got like a 72-hour turnaround I remember like all the reporters um we were going like back and forth for that entire weekend just being like okay is it ready for editing now is it like ready for publishing just having that like really fast turnaround that was amazing and then right now I'm definitely proud of the scheduling system because we were trying to get consistent like one or two articles published every week and that's been happening and so I'm definitely like amazed that it's working I'm proud that it's working and that I'm also amazed that all the reporters are like doing so well with it so I <laughs> that was like a non-answer I'm sorry but definitely just like everything had its own unique parts that I enjoyed no that's fantastic that's fantastic as a as a quick follow-up, you've mentioned the scheduling system a couple times. For those people that don't know how it works, how does the new observer scheduling system work that you clearly had a great part in? 
Right. Yeah. So the scheduling system, basically, we've split up our entire observer team into four like smaller teams that each have reporters and editors in them. And so we're having this rotational system where each week it's one team's turn to write an article. Um, and then the next week, it'll be that team's turn to edit it. And while that team is editing, the next team will start writing their articles. And so that way, um, we're having like each team publish, have two weeks to write an article. And then at the end of the two weeks, we're publishing it. And since it's staggered, we get like a couple of articles out every week, which is working really great so far. Wow. Yeah, that's really ambitious. Although I have to imagine that ends up being you have to, you know, bother some people once in a while to get working on their, <laughs> their articles. <laughs> I hope I'm not bothering them. I don't mean of to course, bother of them. But <laughs> yes, I suppose so. Yes. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You know, OHS students are always the most, you know, time, time available who want to want to commit a bunch of time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for, uh, for, you know, for your own future, do you want to pursue journalism after high school beyond the observer? Yeah, um, this is definitely something I've been thinking about as like a senior that's thinking about college. Um, I don't know if I want to like pursue it as an actual job, but I am definitely going to join um, my college newspaper. Um, I think it would be interesting just to join as like a reporter and get reporting experience and just go from there. But definitely I am interested in continuing in college. Yeah, of course that makes sense. And as you were just saying, I mean, it's it's such a use, it teaches you so many useful skills that I'm sure it'll be important regardless of whether or not you go into it. Definitely, yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you for inviting me again. <laughs>